Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to the Insomnia Project, the holiday episodes. As you can hear, we have some soft music, and in the background you may hear my dryer swirling around some winter clothes that have been recently washed. Um, I don't think you're going to pick up that sound, but Amanda was saying maybe we should. I, th- I think we should have told everybody it was the crackle of a fire versus may- a zipper on a whirlpool mission. You are hearing the crackle of a fire in the background. <laughs> it might sound similar to a um, washing machine dryer. Um, <laughs> I'm your host, Marco Timpano. I'm Amanda. I'm back. Amanda, we have a... Um, we're back. We, it's been a few days that we've had some past episodes mm-hmm. on, but now it's you and me. Here we are. We've received some delightful responses from our listeners who have really enjoyed the holidays. One of our listeners said it's like an advent calendar for them to listen every day. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, I'm I'm thrilled to hear that. And I'm thrilled for the, uh, that some of my, what what instrument is this? This is the, um. Is that a harmonica? No, what? I don't know. I'm not sure what this is. I think it's a synthesizer that's trying to sound like another instrument. Yeah, probably. Oh, that's, it's done. <laughs> well, that's it came a, a upon, upon a midnight clear. Yeah, I just thought that would be a nice one. We haven't used that one as a. I haven't heard that one yet. This I know this season. I tend to lean heavily on up on the rooftop and jingle bells. For some reason, I don't know. <laughs> Those <laughs> well, are because the they're peppy. Yeah. We need something a little more chill. They're also very um, non-denominational, so they're very like open to everyone because they're they're winter songs versus specifically Christmas songs. I suppose. Yeah. So yeah. I try to. I try to. I try to lean Here's into this. Here's my thing with sure. you. I'm going to call your bluff on this oh, a no. little bit. I'm going to so. drink this wonderful coffee Amanda made me. Controversy. Mm. Okay. I'm just going to say you cannot tell me they're winter songs if you're blasting them mid-February. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. You, you can mean? say they're December songs. Okay. But you're like that's a winter song, not a Christmas song. But not if you're not listening to it all winter. You long. could listen to Jingle Bell. Jingle you Bells. Can, you can do whatever you want. Sure. I, as I've said. Um, previously, I listened to the Nutcracker in July as a right. child. That was one oh, of my... we got one of our listeners was was. Oh no, was this controversial? A little bit. One of our listeners said, "I cut you off during the Nutcracker, and they wanted more in-depth Nutcracker knowledge." And they you said, "You did cut me I, off." They said, "Thank you, know, you for your support, whoever that was, listener, because you 
You do. You you nutcracker splained me. It was a listener from Los Angeles. <laughs> I, another listener really appreciated your tip. You know, it's funny because Amanda comes in here with such vim and vigor and like a shaky finger in my face. And the listeners love. No, I don't. The listeners love. <laughs> One so listener don't. loved that. I was in the middle of cleaning. Can you come and do a podcast? Yeah, just let me load the dishwasher. And then one of our listeners was like, you changed their 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 holiday season because of the eggnog that you said to put in lattes. That I'm you can't know how thrilled I am for all of you to be drinking eggnog. There's listen, eggnog flows. It flows in the streams at this time of year. So put your cup in it, heat it up, and enjoy your eggnog lattes. Absolutely. And um it's Jeff's birthday today. We had Jeff on oh a couple gosh, of days ago for Jeff's Hanukkah. Birthday. So happy birthday to Jeff. Amazing. But anyways, let's so get... So what happened with the Nutcracker, though? I want to know this. So I haven't of, heard this. One of our listeners in Los Angeles said that they were a little disappointed because they would have liked to have heard more explanation. And I guess I cut you off at a certain point. Around because... Act 2, you had no time for it. But can I just add, since sure. by request, one little thing that I remembered at like 6 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because that's how my brain works. Uh I said something about the kingdom and each country being represented in the kingdom. I should have said this, though. Some of them are candies, meant to be candies, but I forgot. The tea is from China. So that Chinese song is, you know, the way a feast. I guess the idea is they were representing in a way, if, if you believe that the Nutcracker is a little girl's dream. Those of you who listen to that episode. Um then it's sort of her feast. She's dreaming of all the things she would have had in that Christmas feast. And so the tea is from China and the coffee is from Arabia. And then the the flowers that would be on the table, I suppose, are the waltz of the flowers. We didn't even get into the waltz of the sure. flowers. And because um, that goes on for a bit. And uh, and obviously the candies, the bonbons from France uh, is one interpretation anyway. And that those are the jesters of the clowns. And I knew that at one point in my life, and then I somehow forgot it and uh, went to show you a dance. And uh, I think I saw tea from China, and I was like, yeah, 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 of course. Listeners, we went on a deep dive where Amanda was showing me videos of different uh, ballet companies doing the Nutcracker mm-hmm. um, all over the world. And I still don't get it. And I, I still, still love I still, the Arabian I still dance. I still love the Arabian dance. Appropriative, though I'm sure it was at its time, and probably even now. Um, you know, it was all of a different time anyway. But I, but I did love that. Um, so I had an idea. I wanted to mention that it was M Days M Z who loved the eggnog uh, uh, tip you gave, mm-hmm. and then one of our listeners asked to find out what. M, what was it? MZM. M days MZ. M M days MZ. What coffee machine she's using? It's a DeLonghi coffee machine because one of our listeners, our other listeners, wants to get that particular machine. Amazing. And was like, I don't know. All of a sudden, we're we're selling DeLonghi machines on the podcast. I think it's on brand. I think it's all on brand. You love coffee, and I love. It's true. Doing things. I just like to see some of that DeLonghi money. but we got our. Inter- I'd love to see any of the money. So you know, <laughs> we but got, we, nut, that nut, that sweet nutcracker money. Come on, Tchaikovsky. Yeah, um, we got our interface back. Our interface episode 
wasn't a popular episode. People, I thought it would put people to sleep, but our interface is back, and so the quality of our our sound, shit, it wasn't. Um, I thought that would put people to sleep, but I, I guess, mean, it put me to sleep. I was not present in the room. I just my brain just went on a little journey. Well, let's get back to the holiday episodes. And enough with please. all that. Thank you all for you. Um, contacting us and giving us your feedback. Uh, mm-hmm. Please continue to to do so during these holiday episodes. But Amanda, you had something you wanted to say as I take a drink of water. Yeah, and you're welcome for bringing that to you. Um, I thought, you know, a lot. I'm I enjoy a frugal life. I enjoy a thrifty life. Yes. One of my best friends, I believe, uh, at least thirty percent of our friendship is made up of our thriftiness and frugalness and our true joy in that. Who's this friend? Uh, her name is Dale. Oh, Dale, of course. Yeah, I mean, we wrote a you whole... You just heard her on the podcast episode the That's other day. That's right. Amanda just kicked a chord out in case you heard that, that sound. Okay, sorry. Do you need that chord? Just keep going. Wow, we're really... This is quite a start here today. I just thought we'd get right into Amanda's frugal Let's Christmas Let's do it. Let's do it. And, uh, and look at all these things. Um, so, uh, yeah, she and I, and I've talked about swapping clothes on the podcast in the past and we've written yeah, a show about it should i plug that you can go to clotheswapshow.ca if sure, you want to know more about that but anyway um but that was all born it's all been born of sort of re re upcycling reusing being thrifty minimal to a certain degree but not always depending um and so i don't think this will be minimal christmas tips and they are christmas really for the most part but um but there are certain things I like to do during the holiday. Some have become more traditions than others. But I just thought maybe people would enjoy hearing a few of the things. And I'd love to hear, too, since these are a little bit more engaging episodes, I'd love to hear a little bit more about what people do in their thriftiness in the holidays. Sure. You know? so, so drop us a line and let us know. Yeah, because it can be an expensive time, right? And so, and that's always part of it. And But the real joy comes with the things that aren't. And actually, some of my favorite holiday memories over the last 10 years anyway, 20 years, um, are, and even as I'm saying this, I'm writing notes down because I'm remembering things, but are, are, are things that I've sourced versus, things that I've made or sourced versus, you know, just went out and bought. Um, so, yeah. So one of the things I thought, we talked a lot about um, Christmas cards, holiday cards in the past, and there are ways to procure them that Ooh. are a little bit cheaper. Ooh. Do tell. <laughs> okay. So one way, actually, an interesting way to get holiday cards for free is through donations. So often you can uh, donate. There's there's sort of, it goes, it goes both ways. Sometimes you buy cards and those cards act as a partial donation. You know, you pay for the price of the card and they're maybe priced up a bit. So, for example, UNICEF cards. Sure. I bought those many, many years. I've bought UNICEF cards. Um, there's lots of cards like that where you, you buy and it, and it donates. And you... it's, it's sort of the thing that gives back because you yeah. donate to them. You get to use the donation as a write-off on your taxes for mm-hmm. some countries, and you get these beautiful cards. N- not really with cards. I mean, oh, you, okay. the UNICEF cards you don't. I mean, they oh, okay. sell them at IKEA. You're not. No one's giving you a tax receipt. You're you're still getting product. And in it, it, it depends on the country. But in Canada, I have learned through deep dives yes. that when it's a gift in kind, you don't get 
you don't get donations for for actual things. Oh, it's okay. a whole thing. Anyway, it's in Canada we usually only get donations through money. So you can do that that way if you want cards that give back. But the other way, and this is what I to tie into today, mm-hmm. the other way to do it is to um, Oh, I'm going to write this down. Okay. So the other way to do it is to actually donate to charities and then they sometimes as a thank you will just give you free cards that have their charity on the back a lot of hospitals will do this oh cool so I mean one here in in the GTA or in Toronto is the University Health Network which is the management that manages I think five or six hospitals cool that's one so I get those cards from them but there are other ones other charities where if you donate then they'll give you five cards or whatever in the mail with their mission or whatever it is behind on the back and so you can collect those either throughout the year or at you know this Christmas and then use them for next Christmas I have a bunch from various things so um, sometimes you don't know so just make a little note put it on your little um if you have a Christmas document going, which I always do for my addresses and stuff and what I've given who, I, I write it all down. You know what I would love to do? And I budget do? it all, by the way. Sorry. You know what I would love to do is to take a Christmas card that someone's given us this year and then repurpose it and send it back to them next year and see if they notice. I dropped my pen because that was actually uh, one of my notes. But one, I don't ever bring notes, but I'm so passionate about thrifting that um, – that I brought some today, but um, one of the things I wanted to say was I we do that. You do that more as a joke, and you actually loved doing it because you had a friend that forgot to write anything inside the card, so then you wrote inside it and sent it back to them, which I thought was really funny, but um, beyond the joke aspect of it, there are lots of ways to recycle those Christmas cards that you get every year, or Hanukkah cards, which I've sent some of those out because I got some free ones sure. from the University Health Network. Um, so what we like to do often is we make gift tags with them. So you collect all your cards, and it's hard. You don't want to throw out your cards. No. There's pictures of people's families. It feels weird or or just a funny card or a really f- beautiful card that you don't want to throw out. But, I mean, you know, they, it can really take up a lot of space, right? So one of the things we like to do is to keep them and then the following year cut them up and use them for gift tags, especially the front part. If it's a card that opens up, it's a little harder when it's those picture cards that everyone knows how I feel about those. <laughs> those for pic- the record, picture, I like them. Picture paper cards. But even those you can, uh, to some degree, you just need a marker because it's hard to write on the back. Um, of course, you don't need your you know niece's face as a gift tag unless you think that's fun or funny. Or you could give that present to, to your her. niece yeah. and draw a little mustache on the face just to make it fun. <laughs> you could. You could. Um, but for me, I um, I like just taking those old kind of more card card cards, if I that see. makes sense. Okay. Cutting them up, taking that little wreath that, or the sparkly house on the front or whatever there is or the bird and making little gift tags and then writing on the back if, if there's no writing already there, which often the front part there isn't. People just kind of write, have a great ear and sign their name right. or whatever in the inside. Great tip. Yeah. So I like doing that. And so what you do is you just cut them up and however big or small you want them, some cards will really give you a lot of gift tags. And then you take a hole punch, punch that hole in, and then just thread whatever string or um, decorative ribbon. ribbon you have 
around it and tie it to the gift. Amazing. Another thing about ribbon in general, let's talk about gift wrapping. Okay. So, you know, to bag or not to bag, um, to wrap or not to wrap, just in general, gift bags, I find, I don't like to have so many of them. I don't like to be... Um, swimming in them. One year, your mom moved out of her house and she had a closet. I guess she just would throw these gift bags every year. And she, 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 um, worked in goods and services, I guess is the best way to put what your mom did. She would get a lot of people coming by with bags of wine or whatever. Oh my gosh, this woman had, she must have had 50, 100 gift bags. So one year, we took all of those gift bags down to my parents in Florida and wrapped every single gift in those okay. little gift bags. So I don't like to have that many. If I have like 10, that's plenty. Okay. But I do like to reuse them and to give them to people. I also love that two-sided wrapping paper. I love that two-sided wrapping paper. I got it from Costco. It lasts forever. They give you a big bundle. It lasts forever. And, yeah, uh, it. I mean, you really only need one. And one ra- And you don't want to hold on to a lot of wrapping paper until, unless you have the space sure. and the joy for it. Great. Good on you. We don't have as much space. So we have two two-sided rolls, which gives you four different looks Options, of wrapping yeah. paper under your tree. Now, some people like to wrap all their gifts in the same wrapping paper to have a really unified look. Sure. And I give props to those people, your mom being one of them. She likes to do to do oh, yeah, that. yeah, she does. And yeah. I do like that. And it gives your 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 tree and everything under it and the person you're giving it to a really unified look. So if you do that... I'm on board with that's you. That's even more frugal and minimalist because then you just go through one thing. For us, I like to have the different colors, the different look. looks like it's from different places. So at least if you have one two-sided roll, they're like 10 bucks versus like the 3 or $4 one that you'd get anywhere else. But you get two A. It, it, there's no way you could use it all up in right. one Christmas. Like, no way. But also, you have at least two looks under the tree. And then if you have two, then you have four looks under the right. tree. Can I add my frugal? frugal yes, you, you can. Or I'm, I'm just on a mission here. Okay. I have so many. But yeah, go for but it. But because it deals with wrapping paper. Mm-hmm. Unless you're going, are you no, going no, to the next? No, no, you can do So you may remember from an episode in the past, and I think it's going to be coming up in the future here too, where I like to do Franken-wrap, what I call Franken-wrap, which is a style <laughs> of Frankenstein wrapping is how I like to uh, describe it. So when you're cutting wrapping for your gifts, you always have offcuts, right? And oftentimes those offcuts are thrown away. Mm-hmm. My tip is keep the offcuts, especially the larger offcuts. Mm-hmm. And then when you have a large box that you have to wrap, you take those scrap pieces mm-hmm. and you paste them onto the box and you cover the box with your offcuts. And so the present looks a little bit wild and you know, different and like it stands out and it can look a little bit like the present from from present island that everybody kind of doesn't like. Or it's the coat of many colors of the gift wrapping world. It most certainly is. And I've given that tip and my brother in law, Garrett. My brother. Your brother, who refuses to come on the podcast. Oh, he's never done one. He's never done it. But your sister is always See, that's game. how you know he's like my mother and how mm. you know my sister's like my father. Your sister's episode. my sister and father are always game. Yep. The slugs and the history and my... The slugs? My sister slugs. She like did. a slug, like a snail without a... The nudibranx. That's oh, the slug. slugs. They're sea slug. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Those are, those are topics they often cover. I thought you were talk- I thought you were calling your sister a slug. 
She wishes. Okay. She loves slugs. So, so anyways, we have an episode with Becca Barker coming up in the new year, like the first of <laughs> first of January. You're going to hear that. Which episode. is her birthday? Yeah. Well, you just spoiled the surprise. Oh, well, you spoiled my reusing cards. Okay. All right. Tit for tat. All right. Let's, no one will remember. Let's go to the next tit. Okay, um, so on the on the theme of gift wrapping, I'm still there. Um, another thing I like to do is to keep ribbons all year long. Now a lot of people do this, right? You get mm. a box from somebody, you use your birthday ribbon, that type of thing. But I like keeping fabric ribbons as well. So often I'll have a blouse or something, and I like things more open than cinched. A chemise, if you will. <laughs> If I will. Uh, so I'll be cutting like the, the ties off of things. But another type of ribbon I use are those little annoying uh, black loops that come in every woman's sweater. I don't think they come in men's, but they, they seem don't. to come in every woman's sweater. Those two little black loops by the shoulders that I guess are made so that you can loop your hanger into them. I do not do that. I instead it's a very sexist thing to only have them in the women's sweaters. I know, sweaters. it's really weird. I, like, I, only I, women care about how they hang. or I don't know. They're, they're annoying. How many times has yours popped out or you've grabbed someone else's? Usually I just cut them off. So when I cut them off, I keep them to, to tie presents is, with. Is it enough ribbon to tie a present A little one, like a little piece of jewelry it would be. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, no, it's not. You know, you could franken. You could tie them all up like a rope and franken rope it. But that's... Uh, that's too much effort for me, but but they're good for like little jewelry boxes awesome. and things like that. And I keep a lot of those types of ribbons. I have a little box and I just throw it all in. You have six minutes left to go through your list. Oh my god! And then we're done the podcast. Well, this episode, yeah, it's got to be a two parter. Maybe am I okay. allowed to do? Yeah, that? Yeah, you can do a two parter. No, yeah, no, no. I don't we think can you certainly want me to. listen. No, we can certainly do a two parter. So oh. this will be a two parter because Amanda has a lot of no. I mean, thrift. I don't have no, no. Anymore. Well, let's see what we can get through. Oh, well, now it's a race. It's not a I race. I was enjoying being my we thrifty can, Christmas tips. We can do this in the next episode, <laughs> which will come, uh, come uh, not not tomorrow's episode, but the day after we'll have this, the continuation. Um, the other thing is, do you keep your wrapping paper to reuse it? I, I like to. I you, like you to don't. do it if it's a big box and they haven't Franken-wrapped it. You give me a dirty sneer when I do that. Well, not always. Often. Depends. I mean... You do get to sometimes that's like thrifty to the point of this is taking up too much space and time. But mm-hmm. um, I do have some old wrap that I really like, and I actually the same as you like to return somebody's card back to them. I like to return somebody's gift it's in true. the same wrapping paper that they wrapped it for me. I think that's a fun little thing to What's do. What's funny is you keep the paper, the wrapping paper that I don't really like. What? That hand breast one that's all bricks or whatever. I never really like that. that yeah, it's not one. my I don't favorite know what to do one. With the brick one. Who gave us that, Becky or Garrett? Your sister, yeah. My brother and sister do a lot of handmade artisan. Here's the thing. They're from my brother and sister both live in Halifax. Are you Halifax shaming them right now? I don't know. Well, now it sounds like I don't want to lose listeners from the East Coast. No, I wasn't. I actually was going to praise them. Oh, okay, okay. I, although maybe you don't think of it as praise, but I was going to say that they do a lot of support of the local artisans in their community. So whether it's hand-pressed wrapping paper, handmade ornaments. Um, Earrings made from 
copper copper stuff. A yeah. lot of markets with a lot of those handmade cutting boards and wooden bowls. They love those handmade cutting boards. I love supporting local artisans. That's why I always go to Red Pegasus on College and Grace because they have a lot of things from local artisans. And we've gotten, you know, that purse that you got from there. Listen. You've got. Yeah. What's yeah. the shout out for them? I mean, they're great, but that's not helpful for our UK listeners or is it? I don't know, but I now I'm now I'm Red Pegasus shaming you. No, but Red Pegasus has always been good to me. They have they they're they're a lovely store. I mean, I absolutely and you won that purse from them, so I, I love have, that. I purse. have no problems shouting them out. Yeah, no, that's true. Amanda won a leather purse from them, but actually, I won it because they invited me to there after Christmas. Thank you. That's how much Marco supports that place. Well, they're artisan. They they support a lot of uh, local Again, artisans. Yeah, I don't know why. I feel like I'm being. Di- mean about it and I don't mean to be you mean are. about it. I just thought it was a shout out from if, nowhere. If people want to know who the Grinch is in our relationship. Oh no. Well it's not me. That's all I'm going to say. Just remember one thing. Oh no. <laughs> the Grinch had no problem with Christmas. Oh. The Grinch had a problem with people. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> So if you call me the Grinch, well yeah, there's some people I'd, I'd rather... You know, keep my boundaries. Okay, with. fair enough. That's all. All right, let's. The Grinch just had boundaries. I don't see why it's such a problem. Okay. Probably not. No, he he also went into people's homes and broke in. So okay. I guess he he had issues with boundaries. Sure. It's probably <laughs> the issue. Okay, what's next on your list? I don't know. I have no time left. No, you have time. Don't worry. Really? We'll do a two-parter. Don't you worry. Well, then how much time do I have left? Well, if you keep asking me how much time okay. you have left, you have three minutes left. Let's talk about decoration. Okay. So. One of the things I wanted to say is, and I've said it before, I think those projection things, what are they called? Projections? Christmas projections of like snowflakes on your house? Yeah, they're they're light projections. They take up a lot less space and they take up a lot less energy than your average string of lights as far as I know. Yeah, because they're LEDs usually. So you get a lot more bang for your buck with a a projection, any holiday projection, um, than you do with all the lighting, all the individual things. Now maybe that's Grinchly of me because everybody wants to have that Griswold house that has all the lights and the you know, nobody music. really wants that. Nobody Imagine really. living in that. So there's a house in Florida. I think we've talked about it on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And we go and you, they have their own radio station, and you tune into the radio station so you get to see the light show that's timed with the music it's that synced, you're listening yeah. to in your car. That's commitment. But the thing is, it's like it's not a museum. People live in that house. Well. So your whole your whole holiday season, like six weeks, of people's cars just parked in front of your house watching your light show while you're like trying to watch Big Bang Theory down here. Well, you know? I don't even feel badly for the people who who choose to decorate their home like what that. What happened I, there? Was that your mouth? That was my. You my did mouth. a cluck. I did a little cluck. Yeah, I like to cluck. A Christmas cluck. <laughs> I like to cluck around the holidays. <laughs> you're popping your peas like crazy, so I'm Am really I? trying. I'm really trying to to okay, avoid any of that business, but. I don't uh, know why I'm such a pea popper. Well, stop saying words with pea. And, like, widen your mouth when you say pea words. Like this, like, I don't pepper. have much my mouth. I have a small mouth. That's why. Well, it doesn't mean you can't widen it. So I don't feel badly for the people who who use, who use who do that to their home. I feel badly for the neighbors <laughs> right. who have everyone coming and gawking and then you can't even put up a, a single string of lights because you're overshadowed by your neighbor who goes crazy. You know, it came upon a midnight clear. 
you know, all the lights next door. Like, you'd have to have major blinds to block out, you know, oh, no, here's the reindeer part again. Well, those people there ends at 9 p.m., right? You have to go there. They even have signs that say, tune into this radio station. We'll take a video and we'll put it on our Patreon page for for our listeners. Which, by the way, if you have homes like that to go see, that is is a, a cheap in the world of thrifty, a fun Christmas or Outing, December sure. activity. Do you remember uh, Kringlewood? No. What's we that? went last. We went last. Kringlewood. Year. So there's a street in Toronto called Inglewood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Tell everyone. There's a street in Toronto, and the street name is Inglewood. But around the holidays, they call it Kringlewood. And what the homeowners on that particular street does have decided to do is they all bought the same blow up feature a holiday feature yeah that's right the, the same blow up santa yeah i think it's a santa in a snow globe if i'm not mistaken with with snow blowing in the snow globe and they all have it and so you driving down a street and everyone has the same you know those ginormous blow up things yeah. you put in front of the home right and so they all have them every house has except not all of them so there's you there's like five and then there's the one person who's like no not doing it sorry you know, always have to bring the, the No, but one. that's the fun part is no. making fun of those houses. I remember that every Oh, you mean they they omit they don't put it up. Yeah. Okay. I thought you meant they put a different one up. No. No, for me, see Amanda looks at this I think it's funny. I look to at, think of like that one person standing on their lawn being like, "I'm not doing it." I don't even see that that one person because I see all the rows and the uniformity of the street Kringle. And I say because I'm the person that I am, how much did those cost and how much does it cost to operate all December long? Sometimes a little joy <laughs> goes a long way. Or just get a projection of a Santa with a snow globe. Less cost, same impact. I don't know if it's the same impact. Okay. When you go to Kringlewood, it's kind of fun and we did that and you had a lot of joy doing Our that. Our street is the thrifty Kringlewood. Sure. Thrift crest. <laughs> Thrift crest. <laughs> Where it's just projections and, and, you know, a bulb on a tree. It's true. It's true. Well, listen, thank you for joining us on today's episode. We will continue the thrifty episode in a day from from today, not tomorrow, the next day. I'll bring my notes. And we'll, and we'll continue. Till then, we hope you're enjoying these holiday episodes. Thank you for everyone who has um, contacted us, including the listener in Los Angeles who wanted to hear more about the Nutcracker. I don't know what much more you would want to know. But if you send us a note, I'll make sure Amanda fills you in. Until tomorrow, we hope you listen and enjoy.